<laughs> Do we always have to start like that now? Yes. <laughs> yes. We're always. Yes. Dude, I love Can this. Do what something? you do? We should we should start this uh, new gesture, man. It's freaking amazing. Let's start another way though, instead of just laughing. How? Like this? <laughs> no. Wait. Oh, where like did this. this originate? Actually. Like this. That was a beautiful story, dude. <laughs> All right, guys. But, dude, Thanks where for did joining this come us. from? Honestly, where did this, this come is, from? This is this is the this is what the Glamazon from. Glamazon. Uh, yeah, the Glamazon. She's a wrestler. Do you know okay. Edge? The wrestler Edge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's married to him. Well, no, sorry, I don't think they're married, but they have two kids together. And she's called the Glamazon, and she, her name is Beth Phoenix. Mm -hmm. And she was really strong, really buff, really strong. And this was her pose, <laughs> like with a really. That's so weird. <laughs> it was a it was a great pose though. She would stand and she would be like, uh, <laughs> it was a really cool pose." It's not menacing it. at all though. No, no, it was me trust really? me, it was menacing when she did it. Yeah, trust mm. me, because because it looks like she Egyptian, had actual you know, like, she had actual biceps and stuff. You know, I mean, so, so like, you, I, I thought that's why you you're doing it to flex into dude, the camera. There, nothing happens, but like with her, <laughs> it would be like it, like a mountain would grow basically. Oh, damn! Yeah, damn. Uh, I mean, we we talked about this before, but you had pictures. Oh, I saw old pictures of you when you were super buff. <laughs> is that is that how you go in into a fight? In a, yeah, in dude. A <laughs> like, uh, you want to fight? I'll be talking. I'll be talking to a girl, and he'll be like, "Yo, man, that's my girlfriend." I'll be like, "What's up, fool? <laughs> What's up, fool? Let's do this. I'll meet you outside. I say, come on." You don't want to mess with me. I got the moves, yo. <laughs> Do you think in the it's UFC like also attack. they also go? Like at the weigh-in when they look at each other, stare at each other? Yeah. That's... Man, that's not like, menacing at have all. The, have you seen the, uh, wait, when, the stare downs when they stare at each other? And they... No. Get with me. It's yeah, like, I, I, don't, I don't know what you mean. Oh, you mean when they're flex like the they're biting like, the they're jaw? Like, they're like staring at each other, and uh -huh. because they're staring at each other like this, mm -hmm. and you can sideways see their jaw lines, and like certain guys will have like in you'll see insane yeah, like the tension. bite, the bite, yeah. When when you especially bite, you because see the tension, yeah, and especially because when they're doing the stare down, they're they've just weighed in, and when they've weighed in, they're at their lightest, mm -hmm. so they're at like zero percent body fat or close to at least, yeah, and. Every muscle is like is like uh, visible. Yeah, Conor McGregor looks really uh, unhealthy at a weigh-in. I was watching his documentary and he looked really unhealthy. A lot of guys, a lot of guys, like they'll walk around at like a hundred uh, ninety ninety-five kilos and they'll cut down to like seventy-eight. You know, wow, that's insane. And, and then, then for a day, and then, weaker, and yeah, and then in the two anyway. days. And then in the two days after weigh-ins, they'll try and rehydrate up to their two days. Not weight. one, isn't it? Like twenty-three hours after. I think. I think. Oh they yeah, only have yeah, one day, one yeah. Day, You're right. You're right. Yeah. You're right. I think they weigh in. No, they weigh in like in the morning of Saturday. No, they weigh in. No, you're Dude, right. It doesn't it's a matter, 24 man. Who cares? Hour, yeah. Who fucking cares? Yeah, who cares? Yeah. But I mean, who it, fucking it is cares, man. I was thinking, like, don't you don't you have a bigger advantage if you just train? Don't tell you're me very you're consistent. You're consistent at a specific weight. And you train at that weight and you don't lose extreme weight just before the fight. Because the then you're 100%. Is, the problem is, is that that's how people used to do it. And then what started happening was that guys who were, 
I won't even say that they were bad at their natural weight class. They just, mm. they people started saying, hey, if I figure out a way to cut down 15 kilos before the weigh-in right. weigh and then still be close to 100%, I have an advantage against someone who is naturally closer to that weight. Right. You know, right. so because I'm fighting still as like if I'm at 95 kilos and I cut mm. down to 80 kilos, right? Yeah. And the guy who usually what happens is that people who are 85 kilos cut down to 80 kilos. Then right. if I'm able to get back to my 90 or 92 or even my 95, which is my natural weight, then I already have then I all of a sudden have an advantage. Right. So it's a give and take. It's about how much you can cut down without sacrificing. Right. And it's just gotten to a point where if you look at uh like people who used to fight at like 65 kilograms uh 10 years ago those people would now be probably fighting at like 60 or 57 uh, sorry if they were at 60 70, yeah 65 kilos if they were at 65 uh, kilos they would be uh, fighting right, now right, at lower, about 60 yeah, or 58 lower. they would be fighting at lower because right. they wouldn't be able to handle the people who are there now because everyone's figured out strategies to like really cut weight and and not sacrifice strength okay well let me ask you this where does this love of yours for fighting come from i mean we all know you're a huge bully so did you get a, in a lot of fights when you were younger no <laughs> <laughs> were you that kind of bully who would bully verbally and then as soon as the victim stood up for himself yes <laughs> <you> <laughs> <laughs> oh man so i mean i'm not you... proud of it but you know i got i have to i have to admit you know i have to admit it, i was the kind of guy who would talk a lot of trash and if anyone stood up to me even if they were much smaller to to me if they stood up for themselves i'd be like yo yo it's all good it's all good man we're just right. talking yo <laughs> yeah that's the thing honestly i mean i think that's something i'm gonna teach my kids for sure i'm gonna make them learn how to fight and then set up for themselves when they get bullied. I think, honestly, I, I, I never did this as a kid, but when you get bullied, you have to fight back. Show your ground, st stand your ground, and they won't bully back. Because it, it's boring for them. It's boring for them? Yeah. Why would they bully boring for you? whom? For the bully. I mean, it's not boring. Yeah, it is boring. It's boring and too tedious. They want to pick weak victims who don't fight back so that they can always pick on them. And that's well, mostly. I mean, it's fun. either either it's boring. What do you mean boring? It's not boring for them. Most bullies are just cowards themselves. Yeah, but they enjoy bullying someone who's super weak, doesn't fight back. When as soon as yeah, someone fights back, yeah, they don't have fun anymore. So you take what do you mean they fun? don't have fun? Most bullies, most bullies bully people because they're they want to show that they're tough. Yeah, and that's fun. And for when them. and when someone shows that they're willing to fight. Most bullies are are going to back down yeah. because they're afraid of an actual fight. Yeah. So it's also fun for them. What does that have to do with boredom? Because, dude, showing their strength is fun. As soon as they cannot show their strength, doesn't it prove the opposite? Obviously, I guess fear plays a bigger factor here, but also boredom, I think. Yeah, I guess true, less I guess, so, yeah. but I mean, it, it yeah. definitely is a part. But I guess you know it better because you're a bully yourself, so you you. I know. was, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is that something you would teach your kids to stand up to bullies? You know what? I, you know what I'm going to teach my kids. I'm going to teach UFC? them one thing. What? Comedy. 
<laughs> that move? <laughs> of course, man. It's the killer move. Nothing can stop that move. Ah, uh, damn. We were only. I, I don't think we really described what the move is. Like for listeners, they don't really know what it is. So it's. Oh uh, shit! Yeah, yeah, I know. I think yeah, exactly. I think you're just doing like this. Uh, how do you say like a praying mantis kind of move? Well, right? you know what? The listeners are gonna have to go on our Instagram. Right. And because this right. will be part of the promo or some for for variation sure. of it, for and sure, they'll see it sure. on the on the on the Instagram. But yeah, all right, yeah, please go on our Instagram. And in fact, we we encourage all our listeners to go t- to our YouTube. Just type in Kimchi Curry Comedy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wait, sorry, Kimchi Curry Podcast in the yeah. YouTube. Yeah, and subscribe to our channel because there you'll see the visuals. The visuals make it really you know spicy. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, and if you want to see Ali's bicep while, while he does that, you know, please go on the YouTube. Yeah. So, did you learn how to fight? Did you did you take some boxing lessons? To, um, I think you did. Did you do BJJ for a while? Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu? No, you did BJJ I did for, for a, while. a while, yeah, but very yeah. little. I loved it. I think it's great, and I want to get back into it. Uh, not really Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu anymore because of my shoulder, but at the moment, I want to go get into boxing and kickboxing muay thai because i feel like when you box it makes you i don't know i I just saw mike tyson box and it just looked so cool it looked so cool mike tyson is in insane shape have you seen him recently dude one punch and you'd be dead you'd be dead he's so powerful d-e-a-d dead Can you do a Mike Tyson impression? He, he, he said it. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. We're going to fight. And when we fight, I'm going to unleash the fury onto you that you've never seen before. I'm a killer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a killer. I'm a conqueror. You're a conqueror? No, I'm a conqueror. I'm Alexander. I'm the greatest. <laughs> Praise be to Allah. Does he say that? He has this one promo where he's like, He's like, I'm the most ferocious. My defense is impregnable. My offense. <laughs> what did he say? My offense is something. My defense is impregnable. I'm, I'm going to eat your children. I'm ferocious. He's the conqueror. No, I'm the conqueror. I'm Alexander. Pray, I'm going to eat his children. Praise be to Allah. And then he just leaves. He's. I think he's Muslim now, right? I think he is. He was Muslim for for some time. He's not anymore. Uh, and he would like, he would, well... I say he was because he would actually incorporate it into his um into his promos. But oh, he hasn't okay. spoken about it in a long time, so uh, I don't know if he's, you know. I mean, why he doesn't have to publicly, right? It's uh, Dave Chappelle's also Muslim as far as I know and he doesn't necessarily talk about it. Yeah, no, I, I think well, it's something that's private. why I'm saying I, right. I, that he used to have it part, as part of his thing and now he doesn't. I'm not that's why I'm saying I'm not sure if Okay. Okay. I mean, yeah. Well, what a fighter he was, right? Did you see him when he was younger? Jeez. Dude, there's a clip. Gary, man. There's a clip of him. So huge. Sparring when he was 16. And it's like it's like the scariest thing I've seen in my life. Like, he, <laughs> he moves so quickly. Yeah, and he's so buff, too. Like, it's insane. Yeah, he's so jacked, and he's, he's 16. Insane, yeah. Did you, did you hear he said once that he didn't have sex for five years? And I think he didn't masturbate either. Just because... Then he wanted to become a champion so bad, and he had heard that abstinence helps in becoming stronger. Maybe that's why he was so angry for so long. <laughs> I mean, th- he also went to prison, I think, for rape. 
I think in the yeah. 90s. Yeah. Well. Um Yeah, well that's horrible. So anyways, how are you doing, dude? Yeah, uh, I was doing pretty great until you mentioned that really that thing. <laughs> yeah, I, I that yeah. was Yeah. Um, well, but yeah, man, what's going on in the world, dude? Uh, well, nothing ha- happy, that's for sure. Yeah, nothing no, happy. Certainly not in the US. It's kicking off, eh? Yeah, oof, crazy. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Have you ever uh, had any um, negative experiences uh, with, the, with police? the police as a, as a white man? <laughs> I, I, I am 50% white. I mean, genetically, but I don't, I don't feel white at all. And I don't look white, so... I did. Yeah, I did. Not, not, I mean, not, not that badly, of course, but I remember I was mugged once. Well, if it was that badly, we wouldn't be doing this podcast. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. So I'm I was sorry, mugged once when I was 12, and... I went to the police station right away with friends and I did not know the difference between being mugged and being uh, getting something stolen. So I said, you know, in German it would be Ausrauben and uh, Gestorn. So I said, uh, my, my phone was stolen. But what I meant was I was mugged. I, I just did not know the difference. And then he yelled at me. The policeman ye- literally yelled at me. I was 12. And he should have seen that I was super scared because I had just been mugged with a knife, uh, you know, at knife point. And he was yelling at me, how dare I come to the police station and say something just because I, my phone was stolen. Which I think is a leg- legitimate thing, even if your phone is stolen. But, you know, that's not well, a way why, to Why is the police kid. there? Yeah, that's should what I think. I don't know. He was, he was, I remember he was yelling at me, like, for a minute. And I was so, I was like, well... And uh, I didn't go back for a week or or longer. And then I think my mom said, yeah, let's go. And then, um, yeah. And then I told the guy who was interviewing me, like, that incident. He was like, oh, okay, who was that? That shouldn't have happened and and stuff. Because I went, I was Asian. You know, I'm Asian. My friend was Asian. So I think he was a racist. And, and, you know, I mean, (laughs) I I think police everywhere is a bit more right wing, you know. than the general population it certainly is in austria in my opinion so the problem is yeah. is that i think like if you have if you have uh if you have a bad experience with an employee of a shop then it's like it's like whatever right because it's a shop and you don't have to go there but when you have a bad experience with the police it's like those guys are supposed to protect you you know and yeah. they're they're not they're not employees they're not guys give you know doing like making you food or selling you clothes or whatever they're there literally to protect your life and then the fact that like so many of us have bad experiences of maybe it's only one guy you know maybe it's only 10 percent or five percent of the things but every single person i know can tell you one bad experience they've had with a cop you know and there's enough huh in austria in austria yeah in austria well also generally like i i I I can't think of anyone dude i mean to be honest the police here I've met and I talked to in Berlin, in Germany, they were super friendly every single time. Yeah. Very respectful, very friendly. And I think as as long as you're friendly as well, they, at least here, they're very friendly back. But yeah, I was thinking the other day, how do you, how do you, you know, in, in the US you say, hey, officer, officer, right? That's like the way you talk to an off policeman. How do you say that in German? A polizist? A officier? I don't know. I, don't know. I have no idea. 
You'd probably just say he asked. <laughs> no, I I don't know. Right? It's hard. <laughs> Your best thing is not Keep to talk up. to them. I don't know. Otherwise, you never know. You never know what can happen. I was uh, this whole incident re reminded me of this uh guy who um from there's a school in a private school in well I it's my school uh yeah and one of the teachers ten years ago one of the teachers got assaulted. I remember. Do you know that teacher? Because I remember that was in the big. I don't know the, the teacher. I don't know the okay. teacher because he came well after I'd graduated already. Oh, okay. But he was assaulted on the uh, subway on the su in the subway station. He was assaulted. He wasn't. There was no, according to him, no warning. He yeah. was just. He was just grabbed, thrown on the ground, beaten up. He had bruises on his uh, on his spine, all kinds of stuff. And two guys had assaulted him, and they had they hadn't um, identified themselves as pol police until ten minutes into the assault. Jesus. And then, and they had, uh, they had they were looking for a drug dealer, and they had um, confused him with a with a drug dealer. That Just was because their he's excuse. Black. Well, and so I was like, and I remember that when it happened. Up, but I didn't remember what happened as a consequence. So then I just Googled it based on, you know, the incident that happened over the weekend. And I Googled it. And a year later, the one of the policemen uh, was sentenced, uh, was given a fine of 2,800 euros. And the judge said that while it could have been avoided, the incident, it was understandable that it happened. And I thought to myself... How is it understandable? Uh, yeah, how? how is it understand? Like, what does that mean? Like, all black people look the same, so that's yeah. what makes it understandable. Like, yeah. that a judge that's, says uh, it's yeah, understandable that they assaulted a guy for ten minutes and put him in the hospital, and this guy was an American citizen. Imagine he was not an American citizen, right? Or not a European citizen, right? 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 You know, yeah. imagine what would have happened then. Yeah. And uh, and I think I think there were there were two cases like this, right? From from your school, even the there teacher was, from your school. Yeah, uh, I don't know about. I, I think there was another. I can't remember. I can't remember okay. if there was another one. Okay. But uh, but I was I I just wanted to mention that the guy got a fine of two thousand eight hundred euros, right? Which I think is ridiculous. And uh, I got I so one time I went drunk on a <laughs> on an e scooter. Right? Yeah. I took an e-scooter drunk. The police caught me. Fair enough. Okay. They caught me. They booked me. Right. And they gave me a fine of 1,320 euros. So basically, I had to pay half the amount that this dork had to pay yeah. for beating the crap out of the dude. You know, when he accidentally, like, thought he was a drug dealer, but he wasn't a drug, you know, whatever. Do you think it was accidental? I'm pretty sure it was, you know, they just probably wanted to beat someone, uh, like, for sure. I don't know what, I don't know what was going on. I think that, I think that, I think that he, in his mind, he didn't have to treat this guy as responsibly as he would have to treat any other citizen. Right. I think in his mind, he thought that, he thought that it's, he can take more liberties. Like if he makes a mistake, it's less of an issue right. than if he was to make a mistake with anyone else, you know, yeah, yeah. with other people. Yeah, probably. So, yeah. And I, and, and I mean, he did, he didn't bother, uh, according to the guy, he didn't bother identifying himself, you know, I mean, I don't know. 
And the thing is, I don't like the police here. They're they're they they're super aggressive. You're just super right wing too in Vienna. They don't give you any kind of uh, they don't give you any kind of feeling like they're there to protect you or they're to help you. They're always screaming at you. You know, they're always yeah, like very unfriendly. Uh, you know, it's like it's cr- it's really like it's really weird the way they act here. It's super weird. You yeah, because dude, they're all very right wing as far as I know. Yeah, I, mean, I heard it from Saul. If you go in also into the into the police station, I saw so many blue, you know, the from the right wing party. You see pens everywhere. So you, you yeah, can I mean, assume to be fair, that most I have of them a are pen. I have a blue. I have a what? Throw it away, yeah. dude! <laughs> Throw it away, dude! It it it's been here for ten years and it's still got ink. All right, so I'm just gonna. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> But um, I don't even know why they gave it to me. Like what they thought was gonna happen. Like as if. <laughs> why did they give it to you? I don't think they gave it. I think they gave it to my brother or something. But well, he's like did- even browner than me. <laughs> so I don't even understand. I don't even understand what was going on there. Because my brother, he came home. He had like a lighter. He had a pen. You know, uh, God knows what else. You know. Wow, that's that's pretty yeah. cool. Damn, dude. But yeah, I, I guess some people are also above the law. I mean, as you say, policemen, some policemen, like, I mean, that's insane that he only got 2,800 fine. It's ridiculous, was, man. Yeah. And I was watching, I was watching the Jeffrey Epstein documentary series. Dude. Oh, dude, don't watch that. I mean, that's... It's, oh. I know it's, it's tough to watch, but it's definitely, uh, I think everyone should Would watch it. Would you recommend it, because, it? Yeah. 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 It's, it's, Even it's, though the subject matter is so like horrendous. Yeah, yeah, because I think it's important that people know and don't forget. And it's it's insane because he, <laughs> it was so clear he, he was doing this. Everyone knew. I mean, there were hundreds of girls he was, you know, abusing, uh, molesting, uh, even prostitute, like everything, like insane. Yeah. And no one was doing shit. And then even when he was caught, the police were saying, oh, this guy is going to go behind bars for the rest of his life. And this was in the early 2000s. And then behind the police's uh, back, like they talked to the DA, the district attorney or, or secretary general, or so, so whatever, attorney general, I think, and or something like that, or something Acosta. And they made a deal and he went to prison, quote unquote prison for one and a half years, but he got like um, work, perm- I don't know, work Ausgang, like a work exit. So during the week, five days a week, he could, he could just leave the prison. He could just leave the prison uh, from, I think, 8 a.m. to, like, 10 p.m. or something. So he was just roaming around. And he's a freaking pedophile. So he was just at home, chilling. He probably got more girls. Uh, you know, it, it's insane. It's insane. And he was in a private wing of the jail, of the county jail, so it wasn't even prison. Like, it didn't affect him whatsoever. It's insane how... And I was just thinking, wow, if some really important politician, let's say, it really comes out that they were involved... Nothing would happen because these people would, uh, you know, just um, find a way yeah, out of it. Yeah, they do whatever. Yeah, yeah. It's insane. And then he killed himself. So, <laughs> well, yeah. And so I, I really respect James Patterson, who the author who made this documentary, because I'm sure he he's making himself a lot of enemies this way. Yeah, I you mean, know? as long as as long as uh, that. Uh, as long as Epstein is dead, I don't. I don't think. Mm, you think? The thing is, they don't blame certain people. They just kind mm-hmm. of imply. Okay. Uh, but but I'm sure. I mean, 
What about our main man, Billy Boy? Uh, That's the thing. He's a friend of... uh, James Patterson writes books with Bill Clinton. Uh, That's what's so crazy. So it's... it's, uh, You know? But Bill Clinton, I Uh. mean, he appears in the documentary. They don't say anything. Uh, Some of the victims said they saw him, but Bill Clinton was never involved or anything. I mean, that could also be right. But um, it's hard to imagine that Bill Clinton didn't know anything about Epstein. I mean, even Trump used to hang out with Epstein, apparently. Yeah, and he said, oh, that guy likes young girls. Trump said that, right? So everyone kind of knew something was going on. Uh, Maybe not to the extent, but... Yeah. Yeah. Jeez, man. What's going on in the world, dude? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, so this one guy, he said he was working for Epstein. Wow, this episode is super sad. Uh, maybe we should just stop. Uh, I'm just going to say this. This one guy was working for <laughs> Epstein, and he kind of saw, like, uh, this young girl. He also saw Prince Andrew, Prince Andrew, in a pool, like, partying with a girl, and she was naked, and she, I think she was underage or something. You know, and he was saying that, like, he saw it. So Prince Andrew, whatever he says on BBC, that was bullshit. But anyways, that, did you see that interview? It's complete BS. I saw I saw Everyone's Andrew's c- interview and I was like, oh, this guy seems pretty stupid. Yeah, why did he do that interview? Like, oh, it was horrible on his side. But anyways. I, so, see, I think he, he seems so... He seem, Yeah, anyways, I don't even want to comment. Okay, well. Yeah. So anyways, he, uh, he was talking about this and he was still working for Epstein knowing uh, there's some shady, but he didn't want to get involved. And then he talked to a colleague of his who was also work or a friend of his and he was saying... Okay, you know all this. Would you let your daughter get close to Epstein? And he was like, no freaking way. And then the next day he immediately quit. That's when he realized, oh my God, I can't. Even right. though the pay is amazing, I can't, I can't do it. Yeah. Well, yeah. but still it's hard, I guess, to, impl- I don't know, implicate, uh, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, so let's talk about something happier, right? Um, how are you doing, dude? Did you see anything good recently? (laughs) I watched War Dogs yesterday. Oh, that's a great movie. That's a great movie. Yeah, it's a good one. Yeah, Mm -hmm. that's a good one. What do you like about it? Um, I thought thought, um, our main man Jonah Hill was great. He's freaking amazing, yeah. Even though he was really huge in that one. I guess that was just before he decided to... Uh, start losing weight. I think he had lost weight before, but then he gained again for that because role. He because he was, was super, ma- ma- yeah. massive in this yeah. one. Yeah. He was like insanely huge. Yeah, I don't yeah. think he's ever been that fat, except for maybe in Superbad. But I think he was even fatter than Superbad. I think so too. Yeah, I love because that scene was, where uh, where he uh, makes that deal and then he gets ripped off. That's yeah, a and great then he scene. starts kicking. The and then he yeah, yeah, yeah he shoots his gun and he's like ha, 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 or whatever however he laughs yeah <laughs> oh you mean when he tries to buy the the marijuana oh when he yeah exactly that's yeah okay yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly yeah that was great that yeah was great. it was a great movie and I thought that I what really bothered me about the movie was the wife of Miles Teller why is you remember her yeah Miles Teller's uh, wife. Yeah. She was such a bad actress. Oh my god. The the she was Cuban? so bad. I don't know where she's the Cuban from, actress. The the one from Knives Out? The new Bond. I don't know where I've never seen her before, but she oh, okay. was so bad. She was terrible. Okay. Actually now I feel bad that I'm being so harsh about it, but she was not very uh, good. Really? I, I don't remember ex- she was in Blade Runner, right? She was actually I really good. Know. I think she's a great actress. Maybe you're talking Could be. about I just thought difference. she was terrible in that role. 
Like nothing she did was believable. It was really did weird. You, did you watch? You are uh, lying to me. <laughs> I'm so hurt. <laughs> More lies. <laughs> I remember what you mean. And yeah, what I is guess. this? <laughs> We're going to our mother's house for a dude. Bit. She's the one from Blade Runner. She was really good in that. I never watched Blade Runner, so what? You what? do you do that impression of Ryan Gosling and say I've decided that Blade I'm gonna Runner. watch like I want to watch all of Ryan Gosling's movies, but like he's in all this like really serious stuff where he can do like yeah, I'm Ryan Gosling, you know? Yeah, he doesn't talk much in his roles. He do, yeah, exactly. He does a lot of like. Oh. What do you think of Blue Valentine? Uh, I love it, and I also love Driver. Driver was like Drive. the most amazing movie I've watched. Why? Because it was like cinematically and thematically yeah. and musically. It was like amazing. There's been there's no car escape scene like that first scene. There's mm. no scene like it. It's shot from the back of the car. One shot. Really? I don't remember. Yeah. It's okay. amazing. That first scene is amazing. That jacket is amazing. That tiger jacket. Oof. He's then, just like, so gloves. cool in it. You he's know? so he's cool. Like, he's, he's so, so he's cool. just like but what do you think of that that scene in the elevator where he bashes the face in? Yeah, man, that he destroys brutal. it, and then he ba and then they bang on the body. Ba bang on the body? Doesn't he have sex with the girl then in the elevator after he beats the crap out of the? Does he? Or they or, or because he have kills soon? someone. He kills someone in the elevator. Uh huh. And then I think he makes out with the girl oh. in the elevator. While the dead body's lying there. Whoa, that's that's fucked or, up. <laughs> or they or they go to her apartment and they have sex. But anyways, it happens in close because he saves her because he beats this guy up. Okay, do you think that's sexy for a woman if if you beat another guy up in front of her? Hundred percent, dude. Really? Hundred <laughs> percent, dude. I think Why? that if you hundred because you're showing I mean, you're her, saving that you her can, right. Yeah, you're showing her that you can protect her, dude. But. Dude, he was like obliterating the guy, not just. Yeah. That's what you show. You show the woman that uh, if anyone messes with you, I'll obliterate his ass. I mean, like he didn't have even you have seen, a face. Uh, have you seen Goodfellas? Yeah. The same thing happens in that one. Some guy mess. Some guy hits on uh, Ray Liotta's girl, mm -hmm. and he just walks up to the guy and pistol whips him or something. Or hits him with a brick, and then he's like, "If you ever talk to her again, I'll I'll freaking kill you." And that, like, it's it's that's when she realizes she wants to marry him. Like, she's you know, really, damn, wow, yeah, that's what I should do, man. I'm reading this book, uh, No More Mister Nice Guy. Maybe that's what I have to. I should start doing. Chapter seven: Find someone <laughs> you who's harassing your girl <laughs> and beat the shit out of him. Yeah, always carry a brick with me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just, in case just wait. Just all you have to do if you want to get yourself a girl is wait on the street until some guy is like, <laughs> "Hey, babe," and then walk up and be like, "You know, don't ever talk to her like that." Yeah, yeah, don't ever talk to her again. And do like give her the look, or do the Ryan Gosling thing. Do this. What you do? <laughs> it, dude, this is how I get all my girls. I just freaking attack fools like this. <laughs> oh man. I love to see that. That's uh, uh, that's a cool signature. I, I think it's so weird, though. I think it's just so funny. It's like it's like the Egyptian thing where you know they they do that that thing, but I don't know. It's Which so, thing? So, you know the Egyptian uh, dance? Like, isn't that the Egyptian thing? Which one? This one. 
Can't see. You, I mean, the listeners no. don't I can see really it, but it. I don't. Can you do it again? Because I'm. Ah, ah. ah. What's that? Do <laughs> All right, you gotta now. Anyone who is listening, you have to watch the video because I just made Pascal look like a fool for twenty seconds. <laughs> <laughs> I just bullied him, dude. Uh, uh, first of all, first of all, <laughs> how you doing, dude? Okay, so I think some people still think that was real. I think Do some they? people, th- yeah. I st- I think like I got a uh, uh, Dragash, uh, our buddy Dragash. He wrote me like um, when Raj how you get called. called from how are you getting people to call in? <laughs> That's what he was writing. Like what? How? What's what's going on there? <laughs> I told him, <laughs> yeah, it's just us. Yeah. Well, you get it. It shows you that people don't actually listen to what's being said because no one will call him and be like, first of all, <laughs> how you doing? I want to learn no, new dude, tactics. They do listen on to Tia Bond. To they, they talk about that all the time. Really? Like yeah, they talk like that. Don't call the He's like Tia Bond. I want to know how to bully my little brother. Yeah, I you're mean, such an that's effective very bully. You're such no. an effective bully. <laughs> and does Tia Bond also get calls like, "Hey Tia, <laughs> <laughs> why don't you call me anymore?" <laughs> hey guys. Yeah, that that one also. Well, Gus, right? I want to be an alpha. <laughs> that was my favorite. I'm gonna be an alpha. Yeah, that's good, man. You do that well, the Gus. Oh, does it sound like me or not? I, I, you know, I, I think I, I'm trying to work on my voice also. So I think I sounded a lot like a dweeb. I used to like Gus. Hey guys, got bit, is that how like you used that. to talk back in the day? N- I mean, not that extreme, but kind of. So now I maybe try that's to why, maybe that's why the policeman screamed at you because you like, oh, <laughs> they stole my phone. <laughs> I guess. Like, Get out of here! Don't talk to me in that voice. <laughs> what you are saying is very logical and something that I will <sighs> think about. But the way you are saying it, I don't like it. Get out! You think Arnold spoke... How did Arnold speak like a kid? Do you think he always spoke like that already? Always like that. Uh, I bet you he came out of his mother's womb like, oh, put me back, it's too cold. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, do, I mean, did you always have this cool voice of yours? My voice is cool? Yeah, man, it's nice. It's oh, very... Thanks, dude. It's nice on the ear. Thanks, dude. I, I honestly think that my voice is like... It's annoying. But it's nice it to hear I that. I mean, I was just being nice to you, but... <laughs> Who's the bully now? <laughs> First I'm of all, Vinny, how hey, you doing? Hey, hey, Vinny, I are you proud like... of me? <laughs> I'm proud of me as well. Why do I do horrible. Vinny's voice better than you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a horrible... Vinny's going to call in next week and be like, Pascal, I've never been <laughs> prouder <laughs> of anyone since the birth of my first child, Vinny Jr., <laughs> when you bully Dali, you showed us that sometimes the bullied can become the bully. Right. Dude, by the way, I was thinking, why is it that Italians love football, but Italian Americans love baseball? Just doesn't really make sense to me. And I'm also talking about the immigrants who moved to the US in like the twenties, thirties, because then by then football was already big in Italy. I just, I, I just don't get it. Well, I mean, what like what generation? So if most you look at the Italian Americans, 
most Italian Americans who are like our age are now already second generation. Well, Americans obviously, but third. I mean, even even back then, if you look at old movies, Italian Americans who just moved to the U.S. they love baseball, especially in New York, where most of the Italian Americans went to, and yeah. it just doesn't really make sense to me because they should be loving football. But maybe they did that so that they feel more American. I yeah, hundred percent. Right? I mean, that's yeah. that's t- typical uh, immigrant thing is to really. Um, well, not is that all. What Indians not do all too. Certain. They just huh? forget the cricket. I, I don't know. No, like so that's what, anymore, saying, that's what I was saying. That's what I was saying. Not all. Like certain. Certain community. Certain communities do that, and certain don't. It's really interesting the way certain ones react. I mean, I'd love to talk about this, but do I think. It, do in. Dude, by the way, I feel, always, we always feel so. Uh, yeah, we are out of time. Last thing though, I feel always so awful doing the Indian accent, for some. You know why? Although, I know it should be okay because we're doing this podcast together, but and you do Asian accent and totally. First you it's of fine. all, how you doing? <laughs> I doing, I doing. Uh, if I was a superhero, this would be my mask. First of all, how you doing? <laughs> It's double V Vinny Vincetti. What's Vinny's last name? Vincetti. Vinny Vinny Vincetti. Here to save you. How you doing? Don't be committing crimes in my neighborhood. I'll bully you. Did you watch The Irishman? Yeah, I watched the first uh, hour and then I was like, wow, 40 hours left. No, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I didn't say no, thank you. I said I'll pick it up later and I never picked it up again. Oh, yeah, it's like three and a half, four hours. And it was also fun to see Robert De Niro as a 90-year-old and then Robert De Niro as an (laughs) 80-year-old who's supposed to be 30 or 25, I guess. I don't know. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, it was like they put a lot of makeup on him, but it was like, dude, you're 50. Like, uh-huh. I can see it. Dude, I mean, it's amazing. Robert De Niro, Al Pacino, uh, Joe Pesci, even Ray Romano was it in, and Sebastian Maniscalco, two comedians. Anyways, okay, yeah. let's wrap it up. Wrap Ali's it up, already dude. giving me the sign. Okay. Guys, What's thank you so sign? much for listening. This is a sign. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, guys, nah, for listening. Playing, man. This is yeah, the sign. Yeah, don't worry. This is the sign. Oh, that's, that's nice. The heart. Nice. Thanks. First of all, I love you. (laughs) 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 All right, guys. uh, Let's really wrap it up. Thanks, guys, for listening. Please follow us on Instagram. Ali, the subscribe on YouTube. Follow us on Instagram. Subscribe on Spotify. Yeah. Comment, like, please, uh, all of that. And uh, an episode is coming out every single Sunday. So stay tuned. Someday we would actually like to answer real questions. So yeah, all right. Anyone so who please. wants to send us an audio question, just ho- hook us up. Yeah, send in your questions, uh, please, in audio format if possible. And yes, we're also going to invest in new microphones soon. So stay tuned for that. So the audio quality is going to be better. Ali's doing his move again. Should we? What, what should we t- call the move? It's the called the... Mantis. No, it's, it's Beth it's, Phoenix's it like move. Phoenix's move? Her name is Beth Phoenix, and her nickname was the Glamazon. Glamazon, okay. The Glamazon. And her finisher right. was the Glam Slam. <laughs> so, <laughs> All I don't right, know. Anyways, okay, let's finish. Glamazon pose, the Glamazon pose. Glamazon pose. Okay, that's how we're going to finish episodes from now on. Okay. Thanks, guys, for listening, and stay tuned for next week.
We're not gonna put this in the audio, man.